sad, sad news that we lost Ronnie Hawkins over the weekend. He passed away at the age of 87. You know, that is Hey Bo Diddley by Ronnie Hawkins, recorded in 1958 in a small studio on Kingston Road in Toronto. I put it out in 45s and 78 RPM. Uh, I believe there were only a few hundred copies recorded and Ronnie Hawkins over the years had said, well, you know, n- nobody in Canada knew the blues. I brought the blues here. I brought Bo Diddley, Muddy Waters, you name it, uh, all those great blues musicians to the Canadian uh, consciousness. And for that, we owe him a debt of gratitude. Not only that, but he inspired so many musicians that have become basically the soundtrack to our lives. Uh, and he has passed away at the age of 87 from uh, complications of uh, just old age. Alan Cross joins us now. He's a musicologist, host of the ongoing History of New Music, Journal of MusicalThings.com, and friend of the show. Alan, you know, uh, it's so weird, but Ronnie Hawkins has always been around, and so I kind of always figured he would be. Do you know what I mean by that? He's just always been a fixture of the Canadian music scene. Yeah, he moved here in 1958, moved from Arkansas to Hamilton on the advice of Conway Twitty. Uh, and he has been a staple in this country ever since. Um, and you're right that the guy seemed unkillable in 2003, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, which is one of the worst cancers you can possibly get. Of course, he was given the diagnosis that most pancreatic cancer victims get, and that's, you've got months to live, but that was 19 years ago. Incredible. Yeah, he attributes that to, to faith healers and traditional native medicine. Okay, uh, whatever works. I mean, it's good for you, Ronnie. He um, and, and you're right. You know, he brought. He's considered to be uh, the father of Canadian rock because he did bring that brand new music from the U.S. to well, first in Hamilton and then for the rest of rest of the country. And when he moved here, he had a drummer named Levon Helm. The rest of the Hawks, his original Hawks, stayed back in, in the States. So when he got here, he had to form this new band, and he ended up hiring Robbie Robertson, Rick Danko, Garth Hudson, and Richard Emanuel, uh, and uh, pairing them with Levon Helm, and they became his backup band. And they played uh, up and down Young Street, especially in the late 50s and most of the early 1960s. Right? There's a strip from about uh, Queen to Gerard where there were all these clubs that you could go any night of the week and hear mm-hmm. any form of music that you wanted to hear. And 1965, Bob Dylan comes in. He's going electric. He's a backup band. He sees Ronnie's backup group play, and he poaches them mm-hmm. and t- takes them with him to the States. Uh, Bob Dylan has his motorcycle accident, and these guys are left with nothing to do, so they start recording their own songs in 1968. They call themselves The Band, and end up becoming uh, basically the creators of the whole Americana sound in America and influencing, you know, untold millions of other groups and become the first group to, or first Canadian group to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All that starts with Ronnie Hawkins. Uh, Ronnie mentored tons and tons of musicians in Canada. I'll give you another one. Pat Travers, great guitarist. He found him and, and he went on to some success in the uh, 1970s, 1980s. And then all these other people who became the foundation of what was a nascent Canadian domestic uh, music scene through the 60s, 70s, and even in the 80s. I mean, Ronnie's uh, contributions to the growth of rock or the birth mm-hmm. of rock in this country cannot be overstated. 
I, you know, he worked with David Foster and Lawrence Gowan. I don't know that everybody is aware of how many musicians he touched or how uh, important he he was to to the music scene here in Canada and developing musicians. What was it about Ronnie Hawkins? Do you think that really led to him being able to nurture all that? It was it just his love for a great musicianship. I would say so. Um, and he was he was a heck of a character. He was very passionate about. Um, so many different types of music from, from rock to country to rockabilly to, to folk to, you know, he was, he was a real, uh, <laughs> he was really evangelical and, uh, ecumenical about, about promoting music. He was mm-hmm. just, a, 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 what a character. He, he seemed fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he didn't my, drink, apparently. Well, my favorite rock and roll quote comes from Ronnie Hawkins. Somebody asked him one time, what he did with all his money. And he said, well, I spent it on booze and women and drugs. The rest I just kind of (laughs) wasted. Yeah, but how much of that is true if he didn't drink or maybe he stopped drinking or maybe he was doing it for other people? It doesn't matter. You know, he was, he was a character. He was a fixture. He loved living in Canada. He became a permanent resident in 1964. He lived in Peterborough for years um, just, just a you know a real Canadian, well, a real character. Yeah, and he also uh, is one of the first. Uh, I mean, he became a Canadian, but he he wasn't born here, and he's received the Order of Canada, which is pretty amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, he's 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 certainly uh, uh, deserved it, and he's yeah. got a bunch of he's got, got a bunch of other honorary awards, got a doctorate. He he did a lot of work for the uh, Schizophrenia Society of, of Canada. And uh, that was that was actually that work was folded into this Order of Canada that he was given. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of charity work, lots of philanthropic work, um, and and you know a real fighter. I mean, you don't live 19 years after being diagnosed with pancreatic cancer unless you've got a a, a really special fighting spirit. So you know we will miss him because he was such a such a good dude. Is there anybody else that could step into his shoes now and kind of take over that role, do you think? Or is that, you know, was he one of a kind? I, I think he was one of a kind simply because he came here at a time when things were brand new. Mm. And that, uh, you know, you can't go back and say, well, okay, Ronnie's gone, so who else from the past is there that, that we can, you know, anoint as as the great creator of Canadian rock? Um right. I can't think of anybody. I really can't. Yeah, he, Alan. You know, you know, he and he knew everybody. You know, Jerry Lee Lewis and Bo Diddley and Carl Perkins and Roy Orbison. He worked with them all and brought that influence here. And, you know, he was the good stuff. And I think that, you know, there are people listening to us right now that probably are thinking, yeah, I met Rockin' Ronnie Hawkins at one point or Rompin' Ronnie Hawkins at one point, the Hawk. I I knew him. He was extremely approachable. And maybe that's why he had the opportunity to work with such great people. Because I think, you know, I had I was at a wedding over the weekend. It was my first actual event in two years. And I happened to be talking to two local musicians at this event. And we just talked about how both of them had managed to make uh, albums through the pandemic. They got together with people they loved who were friends, and it really is community. So if you are one of those people that can approach what you do and work 
uh, with an open heart, then I think you're not only just going to attract those people that are fans, but you're also going to attract musicians that are really great at their craft. Why? Because people want to work with great people and they want to work with the best. And most of the time that comes hand in hand. Yeah. And there's that chemistry. You know, you can't you can't force creativity, but there are some people that just ooze it. And when you find one of those people, you you just you just want to be with them because they inspire you to be creative. Yeah. Well, Alan, I uh, I appreciate you joining us and talking about this uh, very important uh, person when it comes to not not just the Canadian music industry, but the music industry at large. I really did not think we'd have a day where we were talking about the loss of of Ronnie Hawkins, but 87 years old, long life, good life. And it's a pleasure to be able to punctuate it with you this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Really appreciate it. Alan Cross, musicologist and host of the Ongoing History of New Music and a Journal of Musical Things.